Hi, this is Donna Otto, and we are Modern Homemakers. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for your emails. I got this wonderful email yesterday morning, and a gal just simply said, I enjoy listening to you, and I learned from you, but more than that, I feel inspired to do better. Thank you. Thank you so much for saying that. She lives in Nebraska. Maybe you'll meet her. So ask everyone you know if you live in Nebraska, do you listen to Donna Otto, uh, Modern Homemakers? <laughs> but we've been talking about organization and this time of the year as we end our year of podcasting, which we do from September 1st through the end of June. I want to continue and finish on some areas of organization, sort of the last vestiges, places where you do last, where you finish. Go to the website. You're going to find two pictures, a before and after. These are two pictures of uh, something that a gal did based on my instructions, and she sent me the before picture and the after picture. In the early part of this organization, we talked about the giveaway, put away, throw away, which is how we basically go through our house once a year. We make no other decisions. We just have three bags, one that's a giveaway, one that's a put away. It got out of place and we're going to put it away, or one that's a throw away. We do that with every square inch of the house. And then when we've finished all of that, we give all the giveaways. I recommend you throw all the throwaways as you do it. And then we put the putaways back where they belong. Well, sometimes the putaway doesn't have a good place. And sometimes we tend to put it in places that people can't find it, like the garage or the attic or the trunk of the car. I remember buying my husband a very big saw. And at that time, we had two cars. He had a car and I had a car. And um, he never drove my car, never drove his car. When we went out, we drove his car. So I bought the saw and I put it in the trunk of my car. And it was back there for like six weeks before Christmas because I couldn't get it out of the trunk myself. I needed someone to do it. I had to do it like Christmas Eve night. We hide things in places that most of us don't go to. So these put-away bags may be full of things that really need to have a better home. And in the two resources that we have available for you, one is a book that I wrote called The Secrets to Getting More Done in Less Time. And that book has been in print for over 30 years now. Basic, simple rules to getting organized on lots of subjects. And I want you to know that I wrote it myself, but I reread it almost every year. But I do exactly what I'm talking to you about. Give away, put away, throw away every year of my life. It is amazing, as careful as I am, how many things I still add. And at the end of the year, I say, I don't need this. I'm going to give this away. I'm going to throw this away. I'm going to put it away. Now, the put-away things often tend to be things that need to be in a storage system. So in that book, we talk about how to create a storage system. And in the audio video for our class that you can buy off the website, you buy it once and you can see it as many times as you want to. You can also invite a few people in to watch it with you. Uh, there's a very clear demonstration about how to put things in storage. Put them in storage in a very special way so that you can find them. And if you've ever asked the question, where is that I can't find it? 
I promise if you will do the Donna Auto storage system, you will never ask that question again because you will know where everything is in your house at all times. My husband said, I want to go as he was preparing for his 30-year college class reunion. He said, I'd really love to go through my stuff. I went to my storage system. I found the perfect box that his stuff was in. I handed him the box. He went through it. He put it away. It's probably still there in that box. Do I want to clean around it every day, every year? No. Do I want to throw it away? Not yet. Do I want to be able to look at it when I want to look at it? Yes. That storage system will do that for you. Now, I find that the garage and the attic are places that we do tend to hide things. They're places where stuff accumulates. And when you look at the picture that's on the website, you'll see that this gal clearly shows she's had some shelves put up, but there's a sleeping bag and there's an ice cream maker and there's um, a bucket and there's a cooler. And there are a couple of boxes that have writing on them. And then there are some boxes that have nothing on them. She has no idea what's in them. And of course, to go look for something, she have to go through every box. And then you'll see her her after picture and all the boxes are there in the garage. They're numbered. So keeping the garage or the attic if you have storage room. Now, a lot of architecture is dependent on the geography of where you live. In, in Arizona and in the Southwest, we don't have many basements. We don't have a lot of attics. We used to not have any attics. We had all flat roofs. Before air conditioning came in, flat roof was the only way to keep a house moderate. In the Midwest, you have a lot of basements. So I'm talking garage, attic, basement, places where we tend to hide things and store them. Basements can be problematic because of flooding. Um, in Arizona, heat can be problematic in the garage. Attics can be problematic because little critters like to live in them. But the, the trick is to do the giveaway, put away, throw away in all of these spaces, the garage, the attic, or the basement. Um, the tips are still there. Let me just add, we've talked recently about budget busters and, and setting up money, whether we're greedy or generous or give glory to God over it. A yard sale is still a wonderful way to teach children, to steward well, and to find an easy way. Now, a day in a garage sale is a lot of work, but maybe it's less work than loading things up and unloading things and putting them in your trunk and giving them away. So if you're trying to raise money for the kids to go to camp and you've got a bunch of stuff to do, a yard sale is a good, good activity. Let's talk about the guest room. Hmm, let's talk about the car first. I recently was invited to ride with someone and I got to her car door and honestly, she didn't waver. She just, just let me get into the car. And I, I was embarrassed for her because literally in the well where the passenger's feet fit, there were cups and boxes and trash papers and stuff. Literally, I had to wiggle my feet in around them to get into it. Now, I'm happy to do that. It's not my car. I'm not responsible for it. But I wonder what your car looks like. And the same rules that apply in the house apply to the car. Give away, put away, throw away. Keep the clutter at a minimum. 
clean it thoroughly occasionally. You have to gas it thoroughly to keep it running. You should clean it thoroughly to keep it maintained. This is a big investment, and the car should be a place that you maintain investment reasons. The second reason is that cluttered feeling, and I recently read this report about how cars help us or hinder us in our driving. And if you have a lot of things going on in your car, like children in the back seat, an infant crying, junk in the front, and you can't reach the, all the things that will distract you from your driving. It's not just texting while you drive. So look at the car, look at the garage, look at the attic, look at the basement. Are these the last vestiges of, of organization? You've done the house and now you get to these areas. I always think there are jewels there. Maybe they're not antique worthy. Maybe they're not antique roadshow worthy. I watched an antique roadshow recently where there was a little tiny pocket watch, little tiny pocket watch, and that in the first time they appraised it, they appraised it at $12,000. The next time they appraised it at a quarter of a million dollars. And the last time they appraised it, because this watch brand had set up their own museum, they appraised it between two and three million dollars. Now, I doubt you're gonna find one of those in the garage, but I think you're gonna find things in the attic, in the basement, in the garage, maybe in the junk in the car, that you've been missing. Something you needed, something you can use, or something you don't need that somebody else can use. And the last room I want to talk to you about is the guest room. The guest room. Oh, Donna, we don't have a guest room. Well, I understand that. I didn't always have a guest room either. I do have a guest room now, and I'm glad to have it. I'm glad for it to be the kind of room that someone can come and rest in, be a guest in. But make sure that your guest room is something you've experienced. So if you have a guest room, say to your husband or to yourself, or to your husband, he should do it, you should do it, you should do it together. Let's sleep in the guest room tonight. Get in and feel how that mattress feels. How well is the bed made? Are there clean towels and face cloths? Is there soap in the soap container? Is there a mat on the floor in the shower if there's someone using your shower that's older? Is the toilet clean? Is the toilet bowl clean? Are the floors clean? Is it attractive? Maybe you want to get a little carafe with water and a glass of ice. Uh, I, I keep a little teeny tiny dish, little like a little tiny miniature teacup dish. And I keep a few little sweets on that. And I leave it in my guest room. Our friends who come and spend the night with some regularity always look forward to whatever little tempting dried fruit, maybe a piece of chocolate, sometimes some fresh fruit, depending upon what time our guests are coming. If you're privileged to have a guest room, then make it guest worthy. And frankly, next to the master bedroom, the guest room ought to be a place that you give some serious consideration. I'm Donna Otto. This is Modern Homemakers. It is our desire in this work to be an encouragement to you. You, the woman, wife, mother, and homemaker. And we hope that this series of conversations about organization from budgets to kitchens, garages to cars, have been an encouragement to you. We are here 
until the end of June, and then we will take an absence of July and August, but we are going to air the top 10 shows. And we know they're the top 10 shows because we keep metrics on the program, and these are the shows that thousands of listeners have listened to repeatedly, tens of thousands of listeners over the years that they've been available. So I hope you enjoy, in our absence, my regular, faithful, fresh shows. You will have the top 10 modern homemaker shows. Remember, the common begin and the uncommon finish. Go out and make it a very uncommon day by finishing your organizational quest. Mm -hmm. 